This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Leanne Bach, who is sitting mere feet from us right now, Chris. She's been so wonderful to sponsor this podcast for over a year now, or going on a year, somewhere around there. Um, And finally have her in the studio. She wanted to see this vast empire that (laughs) we have here. Yeah. So uh, great to have her here. You have big news. You've just moved. I did. I did. I made a, a transition. Nothing has changed about me or my service to my clients, but I made a move to a company who I just feel is um, a lot more involved in the community, uh, which I am, and they just kind of support, or they really support a lot of the beliefs that I have, and um, we give back to the community, and it just, it's just, it's living room real estate, so it is what it sounds like. All of our offices have um, a living room in the middle of some cool neighborhood in Portland and at the coast. I, There's I one next that. to you, right? Yeah, my my old <laughs> landlord was the guy out there, Hans. Oh yeah, okay. So and they're all, they do really well out there. It's it's a pleasure to see them, and their marketing is fantastic. It, so it, I think you got some yes. good support. Yeah, and we're we're tenured agents, so I really respect my my peers, and we may we we're we're a good set. And so the <laughs> reason that Leanne has sponsored this podcast is because she's into the food scene, yeah, and a lot. You know, I know your listeners are not going to listen to you to listen to me, but they're my my friends, so many of my friends are in the food business, whether they're making booze, wine, beer, serving, they're sommeliers, um, and a lot of them have made up my clientele over the years. So I just figured if that's my peer group, then why not support that and support your show? Because I love listening to you guys. Well, we we appreciate that. It's been meant the world to us. So to link up with Leanne, you just go to livingroomre.com. That's livingroomre.com. Right. And you can uh, link up that way or just go to rightatthefork.com and click on Leanne's picture. It is now time for the monthly check-in with our good friend Gary the Foodie. We call it the monthly restaurant update with Gary the Foodie. And uh, I've been following Gary not only on his own Instagram account, but he also does us a great favor by giving us plenty of uh, pictures and circumstances on the Right at the Fork uh, Instagram account. And you've been crazy busy this month, Gary. You've been crawling, man. You're a crawler. Yeah, I've been running all over the place. Do you think this might tonight. be? You think this might be your most prolific uh, eating month that you've had in a long time in Portland? No, no. Okay. No. On, a, on a scale of one to ten, where does it <laughs> fall in line? Seven. A okay. seven. You, Seven's still pretty good. You can do better. You can do better than six restaurants in one night, four nights in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Keep working it, buddy. Oh, so I'm, I'm trying. I have two dinners tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Where are you going tonight? Uh, Padi for the Northeastern Thai menu, which begins tonight, and um, Vince Wynn and Wes Johnson, Vince from Jolly Lead, Jelly Lead, and Vin, uh, Wesley from Tusk are doing a collaboration dinner together. You know, I know you don't take any complimentary food, but Vince owes you something. Why? Because you've mentioned him so many times on this <laughs> podcast. He's tried, but I keep on turning him down. Well, it's nice of him to try, but and I'm glad he acknowledges it or thinks. But uh, you guys have a good relationship. I have not met the gentleman. Oh well, 
Someti- sometime soon. Can, uh, um, I talked to you earlier about just doing a quick opening statement. Yes. Um, and I, what I'm going to say has nothing to do. It's, these are my opinions and not the opinions of Right the Fork or you or Court or anyone else or the sponsors. But what happened a few weeks ago on the Max train was, was just, I was just uh, tragic. It was life and death. It had international repercussions. And I was born and raised in Portland. And I know this city has racial issues, especially being a person of color. I know especially, I mean, yeah, every day. I, not every day, but I experience it. We cannot solve these issues here at Right at the Fork. What we do here is inconsequential in comparison. We talk about food in Portland. What I would like to point out, there are 12 main food writers, critics in Portland among Willamette Week, Portland Tribune, Portland Monthly, Eater PDX, and the Oregonian. And there's only one person of color among the 12. And that's just very sad. But probably, under, I don't know about understandable. I, I wish we were different. I want to thank you, thank you, Chris, Court, and the sponsors of this show for giving me, a person of color, a chance to voice my opinions on the food scene here. And at best, and in most cases, people of color's voices are muted, or if we're asked for our opinion, our opinions are usually anonymous because the voices of people of color are considered, at least I think, they're considered inconsequential, and mainstream Portland media wants it that way. I'm not, I'm not blaming or pointing fingers at the food writers and critics. They're just doing their jobs. I mostly would point my fingers at the people who are doing the hiring, who are mostly white in this city, hiring the food critics and writers. Uh, but anonymous voice is better than no voice. Dog scraps are better than no scraps. We can use these scraps, these morsels, to get stronger, and maybe one day we as people of color won't be irrelevant and we can emerge from the periphery, from the underground, and into the mainstream. I don't foresee it happening in my lifetime, but one day we will emerge from the shadows. I tried to think of other voices of people of color who talk about the Portland food, food scene. I came up with two, the Racist Sandwich Podcast and Peshluck, who has a blog. There are probably more, but still pathetically low number. Once again, thank you, Chris, for allowing me to talk about food, food in this city. I'm here for you, Portland diners, Portland diners of all races. Now, on to the show. Wow. Very nice, Gary. That was well said. And, um, you know, we have nothing to do but thank you for what you brought to the show. Someone came to me the other night and said, hey, you got a rock star on that show. And I don't think they were talking about Uh, I guarantee you they were not talking about me. (laughs) Well, thanks, Chris. So thank you, Gary. We appreciate it. And uh, it's always not only fun to talk to you here. It's not only fun to uh, hang out with you the few times we get to do that. But just watch what you're doing on Instagram and social media. Um, it's uh, you're certainly not leaving leading a boring food life, that's for sure. And I know you wanted to talk about a couple of places, and the two places you want to talk about are places I've been to recently. Oh, okay. So, go ahead. Well, uh, I want. There's a couple of places I've been recently that are new. Actually, one and a half, two and a half. Uh, I the two days after it opened, never a great time to actually three places never a good t- great time to go to a restaurant right the the weekend it opens uh but i happen to go to confont on uh the sunday night after it opened and i only ordered two dishes um and they were delicious i like the i like the uh, the atmosphere there and of course ricardo segura a formerly of pata negra that occupied the space where atala is now 
is the general manager there, and he's just a really nice guy, and it was good to see him. So, I, And that was something that was a surprise for me when he walked up and put his hand on my shoulder and said hello. So um, I was kind of fun. I, I just added another one, uh, was it two nights ago? I went to South Fork, uh, visited with Patrick McKee, and uh, had some delicious food there. His asparagus and Benton ham was just fantastic. A um, couple of other things. Um, and then I'm, uh, I got to go to, you went, I went to the newly revamped concept at Paiche the other morning and sat with Casimira and Jose Luis and talked a little bit about why they left their dinner service and are now doing 7 a.m. to noon, soon to be probably a little later to serve some lunch, but I had some really nice potato-y pastry, uh, pastries in the morning with some, co- with some a beautiful golden tea. Have that at Paiche. So it was good to see them. And last but not least, Gary, you know what I... I don't know if you know what I'm going to say. Yes, you do. My quest for a great white <laughs> clam pizza is over in Portland, although we'll take another one. But I can no longer bitch and complain that I can't get a proper white clam pizza in Portland. Uh, they're not calling it a white clam at the Crown. They're calling it um, put a clam on it, but it is clam. They serve it with chorizo and arjus, which I've never had before. I believe it was the arjus in a little bowl is the clam juice and some butter and a little bit of wine that you dip your pizza into as you're eating it, and it was. I thought it was fantastic. I went last night for a second time. I went to the media opening, and it was great. And I went last night with my son, and and um, Vinny there made us a little additional dish that was fantastic, too, with some cheese and chorizo, and um, we dipped. And I also recommend the ricotta, the ricotta fritters, which are light and beautiful and airy and good thing there. So I can never again say that someone's not doing white clam pizza my way, which is the New Haven way. So I hope that some of those folks doing them with shells go in there and taste that and say, hey, you know what? This is better. I went to Confont last night and I ordered three 18-inch pizzas and I took them back to Hanok for their staff meal. I had... I had um, Confont? Or... Oh, I'm sorry, I went um, to Crown. Yes, I went the to crown. The town last night, and um, I ordered three pizzas, and I had a couple of, I had a, a slice of the cheese pizza, and I had a slice of the pepperoni, and they were super solid pizzas. I think they're going to be, I think Vitaly has a total winner on his hands. Yeah, I do too. The, the one advantage that he has in that location is there's not a decent pizza in downtown. I don't, I don't know of the closest decent pizza near the crown. So they're going to be ridiculously busy. I was quizzing... Nick, the bar manager, last night about how many pizzas they could do at one time because they're using an electric deck oven. So we'll see. I mean, I think they could get overrun eventually, very soon. Uh, they're going to be really busy for lunch. But I, I, I thought I, I, I enjoyed my two slices of pizza last night, even though I bought three whole pies. Um, and then I went to Confont a few weeks ago after you did. And it's such an absolutely gorgeous build-out. And it coincides perfectly with the location. The, the restaurant coincides perfectly with the location in the Pearl District. And I, I had three dishes. The seafood fideos were luxurious. The cannellones were almost as good as the talis, not quite. 
the potato and lingostinos dish was super solid. I I had an enjoyable time. I can't wait to go back. Isn't it interesting how Spanish food is just taking off? We just had the tapas week. We have La Ruta coming up. Um, yeah, it's a big thing now in in Portland. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I, I'm hopeful. I st- I've only still like, had three dishes, but I'll go a few more times. Yeah, that's what I said. Time. I only had two. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's solid. As is, we have just thought I'd mention while we're on this, we have an event at Urdaneta on August 9th. If you like Spanish food, Javier, you know this, Gary. Javier's very talented. It's yeah. going to be a nice event. Um, I also went a few times to Wasabi Sushi. And in fact, I never used Uber Eats until I used Uber Eats to get also Wasabi Sushi delivered to my house for dinner. I'm just in love with those sushi ritos, sushi burritos, and sushi donuts. They're very eye-catching. Um, I had the spider burrito, a soft shell crab with, with 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 sushi with crab sushi inside, and the sushi donuts. I've enjoyed the tuna and salmon with crab filling at five bucks, and the seared salmon with crab filling at seven dollars. It's it's reasonably priced. Um, they're they're pretty to look at, and I think given given the price, they're pretty delicious. And I hope to go back soon. It's 980 Southeast Madison. is a brick and mortar. They have a few food carts around town, I think, at Tidbit. And I don't know where else. Maybe Happy Valley. And uh, where else? Okay. Well, now on to Fern and Holly from the Country Cat, from Country Cat's Adam and Jackie Sappington. Oh, in the next door space. that is it still called the Calico Room? I think it's still called the Calico Room. Yes. And it's Monday through Friday pop-up. And I think they start at 8 a.m. That's when I went. And uh, it's, quote, unquote, healthy, uh, he- a healthy breakfast, brunch. I had a fennel-crusted salmon with zucchini and cucumber noodles, toasted almonds, had herb, herbs, herbs, lettuce, flaxseed, edamame vinaigrette, and brown rice. There was something that wasn't altogether, it was, ta- it was really good, so I can't really complain. It was like a breakfast taco with ham and crispy cheddar cheese on a cor- corn tortilla with a fried egg, fried egg and Mama Lil's peppers. I, I had a really enjoyable time. Country Cat, Country Cat also serves breakfast. They were, there was a line at the door. This is Memorial Day, I went, and um, there was no one in for Holly, but it was their first, it was their first um, day. So I'm assuming it's much busier now. You like to go on the first days. Yeah. I do. Patrick mentioned it to me that you had gone to South Fork on the first day too. Yeah. So. Uh, and I did mention South Fork last time. Yes. Better. Just finished Fern and Holly on to King Leroy. And this is Cameron Addy's um, pop-up. He, Cameron Addy was a chef at Ava Jean's in Lemuel and was a chef owner of Belly. And it's a southern pop-up that is at Chilino. I don't know how often it is. I think it's once a month. And it was um, an enjoyable uh, pop-up event. Um, I enjoyed, my, my, one of my favorite dishes was the smoked and braised brisket with panju, rhubarb, and cauliflower chow chow and puff rice. So if you want a little bit of southern food, other than, I know May is the, the place to go for southern food. King Leroy is also very good. It's at Chilino. It's a pop-up. And it's Cameron Addy, A-D-D-Y. And, um, oh, yeah, Oxbox at Ox. And that's a, a pop-up during the summer starting, um, I think it starts at 11 a.m. and goes to 11 or 11.30 and goes to 2 p.m. seven days a week. And it's at the Ox parking lot. Cocktails are provided by Waybar. 
and there's a number of sandwiches. Those, those are the spotlighted things on the menu, the sandwiches, but the other things, too. But I, uh, I had all three of them. I had, well, the albacore tuna, the eggplant, and the chorizo. And uh, my favorites in order were the, just that. Albacore tuna was one, eggplant was two, and chorizo was three. Hmm. But it's just a, a fun way to spend your um, afternoon, go to Ox, and have some sandwiches. And you're saying there's there are other things other than the sandwiches yes. that are yes. that are available there. There's um, like a potato salad that comes with the sandwiches, and there are other menu items that I I just didn't really oh because all I could pay attention to was the sandwich. Sure, right. And I've also been to a number of existing restaurants, such as I've, I've been to Higgins like twice this month. Uh, yeah, Court, what, have you been to Higgins? Oh, I've, I've been to Higgins a few times. Yeah, I love Higgins. Yeah, isn't it great? I mean, it's just it's been around for 23 years, I believe. And I just, it's just, it's just so, the execution is really high. The product is, the product is, the the quality of the product is also very high. Greg Higgins was one of the pioneers, if not the pioneer, in the farm-to-table movement in town. I had a manila clams steamed in white wine with sausage. I had a refreshing spinach salad and a sort of gazpacho blanco. And I really enjoyed the Carmen Ranch ham with Diablo sauce and potatoes, carrots, and spinach. It's it's just really nice to go into that restaurant and just you feel like you're transported, um, and it's it's just the service is always attentive, and admit most of the service have been there twenty plus years. Yeah. So Gary, uh, sometime you have to actually come in the studio and do this soon. You've done it before, and then we'll all go to lunch. Okay. At Higgins. Okay. Right at Higgins. Yeah. It's the closest restaurant to here. Yep. Right. Far. I went to Farm Spirit this month. And I, I think I've talked about it in the past. There are around 15 courses of plant-based food. The cost is $85, and that includes everything. Not, well, not the drinks, but it includes the gratuity. So it's $85 all in. And for people who adhere to a plant-based eating regimen, this might be one of the best options in the country. Presentations are gorgeous. Gorgeous execution is super solid. And given what I deem as limited, I mean, like, Aaron is cooking, and it's, there are certain limitations to what he can do. And within that context, Aaron does a fine job. Plus, Aaron is really charismatic and really really connects with the diners. I went with Vince and Mallory, and we had a blast. And we karaoke to Journeys Don't Stop Believing. And I... And oh, no. You, you just ruined my moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm tone deaf, so it's it's out there, Aaron. <laughs> is, oh, oh, there is video of it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, All right. Now I have something yes. to look for this afternoon. <laughs> I hate Journey. <laughs> Journey, but, the but Eagles. Maybe maybe a Gary version of, of Journey is you know, well. That's true. Is better. That's true. Sure. Anything Gary does, we're gonna, we're gonna like. Sure. I, you know how Eater has a dining confidential. They ask every so often. They all ask a chef. Well, what's your under the radar place? What's the neighborhood place you always go to? Yes. If if I were asked that, my answer would be Santa. And I've talked about this before. Santa Domingo Taqueria is on Forty Second and Northeast Killingsworth. They're two Mexicanish places right next to each other. One's Santa Domingo Taqueria and all across the street is Ole Frijole. And I really, I've been going to Santa Domingo Taqueria for 15 years, maybe longer. I, uh, I began the Super Nachos quite a bit and love the chilaquiles and the lingua burrito and the chicken burrito. So it's a, it's a nice neighborhood spot. It's right next to Pastrami Zombie also. And uh, it's just the place that I just go to, you know, pretty much every week. I can't believe that you have one place that you go to every 
week because you're at so many other places every week right. too that you can fit that in. I would think you'd eventually say no. I'm oh, I good go with there that. like 10 a.m. and just sit there and bring a super nacho home to lunch. Oh, so for the first of seven meals. Yeah. Well, actually, in speaking of um, restaurant crawls, like you said, I done a lot of restaurant crawls this month, and I just wanted to give some advice. Oh, yeah, I'll, quickly, I did a Scotch uh, restaurant crawl with um, Carrie and Drew, Drew Tyson, Carrie Kissel, and we did four Scotch eggs in one night, Rose and Thistle, Toffee Club, Rookery Bar, and the Thirsty Lion. Mm. The, the winner of our restaurant Scotch egg crawl was Toffee Club. Close second was Rookery Bar. A little bit more seasoning on Rookery Bar's Scotch egg crawl, and it would have topped Toffee Club's Scotch eggs, Scotch eggs, fairly easily. But still, the Rookery Bar's uh, Scotch egg is excellent. But we just Mondoc just left here 20 uh, minutes ago. We yeah. could have, if we had talked about this earlier, we could have fixed him on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and let me let me give you some suggestions on hints for crawls. Number one, try to avoid rice and bread, empty calories. Uh, very rarely do I do I put sushi places into my restaurant crawls, even though I've done that. Well, I, maybe I do it more than I really think I'm doing. It. But in general, that's rice. Rice, you know, rice is just empty calories. Also, as is alcohol, unless you're going on a on a bar crawl, which I'm going to do tomorrow night. I'm um, dive bar crawl. But and then um, number two, try to keep. Well, here we go. Try to keep alcohol consumption to a minimum for food <laughs> restaurant crawls. You heard that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, alcohol is the reason for bar crawls. Most important, take Uber, Lyft, or taxis if you do bar right. crawls. Of course. Or walk, as I will probably do tomorrow. Plan ahead. Walkable restaurant crawls are fun and convenient. But when I go to crawls, like I go to a lot of crawls with Pete and Son. Sometimes we just usually do spur-of-the-moment decisions. So we end up in one part of Portland and then the next the next restaurant's the other part of Portland. We've done four quadrant, four quadrant crawls. But they're just a little bit more time-consuming, and if you want to save time and truncate or eat in more places, try to plan ahead and do walkable restaurant crawls. Um, there's so many restaurants. Like I'm just taking Koshka as like a, a, a like a you use Koshka as like the point and put a, put a radius around it. There's so many restaurants around. I'm just mentioning Koshka. I could easily mention Trifecta. There's just so many restaurants in that in a nearby radius of like 800 yards or mile or less than a mile great so So didn't i i was invited by you and to go with joy on something on i think it's july 9th Uh uh-huh where are we going uh i'll plan we'll worry about that as we get closer oh okay i'm not (laughs) worried about it there's a blindfold involved chris (laughs) yeah maybe all right well i'm happy to do it some a couple of quick favorite dishes i've had this month one's a surprise that you probably never heard of jim and patty's coffee house they have the main location uh, the original locations um, on Northeast Fremont. I had a piggy biscuit. It's like a biscuit, and then stuffed inside are two sausages and cheddar cheese. And they warm it in the case, so when it comes out, you don't have to go like go home and warm it up. It's ready to go right there. That's that's the key. That's the service you need. Yep. Piggy biscuit. Kotchka ha- has. I still hope they have a chilled strawberry soup with spruce tits, uh, sheep cheese mousse, green peppercorns. Love the Kotchka. Chilled strawberry soup, bunk bar, bur- the bunk bar burger at Wonder Ballroom. 
Fridays and Saturdays only starting at 11 a.m. They may that may change you know, with Tommy. He'll make a decision, change the hours, whatever, or when the burger is available. But it's a double cheeseburger with shredded iceberg lettuce, pickles, mayo, yellow mustard, and pork onion jam on a potato bun. Again, Fridays and Saturdays, bunk bar burger at the Wonder Ballroom. That's the only place you can get this burger. That starting sounds at great. 11 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Great. Ringside Steakhouse, 69 is priced in between 375 and 575 for happy hour. And happy hour starts at 9 p.m. And Sundays starts at 4 p.m. to like 5.30 and again 9 p.m. till... That's okay. I'm often wandering around at 9 thinking where's, there, where's something good. And Ringside is a... Gr- I love Ringside. And uh, the steak bites at $4.75 are an absolute steal. Enat Kitchen on North Killingsworth, and uh, it's a Ethiopian restaurant. And Pete, son, and I went, and we had the and Elliot. Elliot came too. The two-year-old uh, family platter with the injera bread. It, it was it was beautiful. It was tasty. It was this big, it's huge platter with so many things on the menu. I don't know what what son ordered because she just took control and ordered everything. So she, so she made decisions, and it's it's on my Instagram. It's it's on my Instagram account, Carrie the Foodie. You can see it. It's gorgeous. Go there. It's it's reasonably priced. Enoch Kitchen. Um, oh yeah, yep. That's 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 it. All there right. So find you at Gary the Foodie at Gary the Foodie, and also you can find some of your crawls on at Food Podcast PDX. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Gary. That was great. And we'll, I'll see you next time. We'll get to talk about whatever we're doing in July. Hopefully, I'm still alive. Okay. Okay. Get that blindfold ready. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Gary. See you later. Bye. 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 Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupans. Unsurpassed quality. From the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zupans and be inspired for your next meal. Food-loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zupans is the place to find the very best Northwest Bounty in Portland. West Burnside, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Local and family-owned for over 40 years. Zupans Markets. Ristretto Roasters. With five locations throughout Portland, Ristretto Roasters offers some of the finest locally roasted coffee in the city with gorgeous environments and service with big smiles. Let Ristretto make your day better with a cup or two of great coffee or beans to go. La Ruta PDX. Get tickets now for the first ever La Ruta PDX Festival. Top chefs from Spain and around the world. Join forces with chefs from Portland dedicated to Spanish cuisine. It's a gastronomic festival July 14th through the 16th. That's four days of dinners, events, workshops, demos, and cultural experiences. Find out more and buy tickets at larutapdx.com and buy Portland Food Adventures. Imagine eating your way through Barcelona with Italo's Jose Chesa or Tuscany with Lardo and Grasa's Rick Gencarelli. Join right at the Fork host Chris Angelis with these great chefs in Europe this fall. Get more information under the blog tab at portlandfoodadventures.com where you can contact Chris directly. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angelis and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at foodpodcastpdx or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. <laughs>